0: (laughs) Hey, welcome to episode two of the Rally Point podcast Where everyone has a story to tell about how a good God saves Today we're here with Brian Russell Um, Brian uh, It's the one and only The one and only Brian Russell today Um, Known Brian for a long time We can bring up some of these stories that we've had for a while Um, But yeah, so uh, Brian, you just got off work can you tell? Yeah. No, no, because
1: this is like, this is brand Russell. <laughs> You're working. The do-rag. Just like, whatever. Legend. The man
2: is a yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah, Give him what credit as good as due here. So what we
0: did with our last uh, guest was we just kind of, um, we just said, well, start where you want to start. Because the whole thing about this whole thing, if you haven't seen any of it, um, which you, if you haven't seen the first episode, you haven't seen any of it, um, is that... A lot of times what happens is people will tell us, "Hey, you need to have your story down in 3 minutes or less, so you have all the points down and you're ready to go to make the sales pitch to somebody basically." And, and I think we've got it backwards. Like I think um, one it shouldn't be a sales pitch and two we should like like have a conversation about it. Like let's let's ask questions. Let's know more than just like the high points or the very low points. You know, everybody wants that story where it's just I was at rock bottom, there was nothing. You know, and in reality, that's not everybody's story. Right. And a lot of times that story gets elevated over every other story because it's so extreme, it's so crazy. But like last week, like it, there were some interesting things. Obviously, everybody's story is interesting. Cody was an interesting guest, but. It wasn't like over the top, like
2: oh, this is insane. With stories like that, sometimes those can be the most interesting because they're, they, you know, they may think that uh, it's such a subtle, like oh, it's not quite the crazy story, the epic journey. But it is, it truly is. They, they, what they feel like was uh, something so simple to the rest of us is like, whoa, holy smokes.
0: Well, not only that, but you're you're resonating with like ninety nine percent of the population, then not the one percent that you know have that story that's insane, you know. Right. And so right. you know, not everybody can be, you know, a a prostitute and on drugs and like have no family. And like Brian. You know, like I mean, Brian. That's why we bring
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can, I mean so brace yourselves. You're <laughs> prostitution. Tired.
2: There's crazy things. I love it.
1: You're lucky I'm tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I'm going to... At, at the end of this episode, I'm going to have a black eye like, ah! I... <laughs>
0: How many Red Bulls do you have? Yeah, too many. <laughs> uh, genuinely, I think... We are only explosion. doing this podcast to see if Dusty's heart explodes yeah. here soon.
2: This is it. The the corona lockdown is this... I. I need to get out of the house more. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a little white dude. You a little
1: vitamin D. I, I did.
2: I went uh mushroom hunting like we we just we're scoping out what's out there right now. Just walking in the fields and uh and I was hour and a half in in <laughs> coveralls and in like just a regular shirt, burnt my face and hands. Like it was it was bad. Yeah, you deserve
0: it for being outside.
2: Yeah, right. So it's being locked down, man. That's pretty yeah, Well, hey, there's nobody out there in the trees unless, you know. That's oh, what you think. No, here, this is just, yes, you have to. Yeah, that's
0: what you think. Wait until you hear Brian's story.
2: Oh, gosh. So <laughs> I'm pointing this joke, when I, you know, because the corona and around the forest get Lyme disease, corona and Lyme. So, you know, that's oh, it. know so sure, yeah, sure. That's how you get that. Wow. Okay. That is
1: interesting.
0: Right. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> Brian's thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> So Brian, you can uh you can start anywhere you would like. Um, you know, just talking about you know
1: life in general. Life
0: in general and then kind My of business. where where you felt like, you know, as you look back and your um ninety-five years I was you've been some <laughs>
1: years.
2: We can't elaborate that much. Go detail. We want detail, but like after right. the ninety-six
1: year Mike Well, I'm gonna Sorry. be like uh chunk off the goonies. It started in the third grade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like so, you know, you can start wherever you want, um, and just as you go, think about maybe maybe you've already thought about this, you know, where you seen you felt like you seen God show up in your life or where you started pursuing God or he started pursuing you or what happened sure. along those lines as well. So
1: But I know as you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but yeah. I mean looking back you can see where God was present. Exactly. Yeah. Where at the time you didn't have a clue.
0: Right. You yeah. Know, yeah. Type of thing. So, yeah.
1: But uh, no, growing up, I'm from Whiting. Uh, growing up, we did go to uh, Sunday school. Um, went to the Congregational Church in Whiting. Um, I'm trying to think. And 13, 14 years old, they have that confirmation class. I'm yeah. Not exactly. Yeah, sure yeah what I remember that. 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 Entails because <laughs> 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 we didn't pay a whole lot of attention. <laughs> But we did pass it or whatever. We had a good, we did have a good youth group uh, in the late '70s. There, um, took a trip to Colorado and hmm. and, has, and uh, it was um, Brett and Susie Willie, if you remember okay.
2: them. The youth group trip, you guys went to Colorado.
1: Yeah. Oh, what was you guys? What was the trip for? I mean, what were you guys visiting camp, some camping and stuff. We just got no. We just made some money and took a vacation. Basically. Dude, that's awesome, then. That. You know, and we and we actually uh, pitched tents and whatever. It was pretty.
2: Also, oh, was it like a? Did you have like a mini outdoor survival thing with it? So it was uh, then? Well, I don't know. we were
1: right next to a K.O.A. Oh. That. <laughs>
0: right there. They had hot showers. So uh, we we thought it was. Fine. It wasn't primitive. Or yeah.
2: like Just that. in case the showers
1: were. It wasn't <laughs> primitive or anything like that. But uh, uh, my parents—they probably only went to, to church, uh, like I said, Easter, Christmas, and maybe a couple other times a year. But you know, like you said, sure. they, they made sure we went to Sunday school or whatever. Uh, graduated, and of course, you know what? When you're 18, you know everything. Yep, you're the smartest person yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, went to college for a couple of years. You know, between so between graduating high school, college, got out of college, and that's when the recession of '81 hit. There was no jobs around. Hmm. Uh, ended up joining the service. Went in the navy for three years. Where if I look back, I wish I would have stayed in and I could have retired by now. But <laughs> that's, that's another look <laughs> You <Yeah. laughs> Just joining as a grunt. What was the job title in the military? Oh, uh, I was a machinist mate. Oh, wow, nice machinist mate, which kind of entails what I'm doing now. Cool. Type kind of type of thing. Um,
0: so what what did you, what did you do, like in the service? Like what
1: does that mean? Like because oh, well, the people were, don't. The right. listeners you might were, know that you're, and you're and not know you're not board you're board a plumber. Pipes and valves and in, okay. in a boiler room and that, that type of situation. Um, wasn't smart enough to get into the nuclear power class. I mean, <laughs> you got to be a brain with, yeah. Uh, yeah, with yeah. math and everything. In there. I, I mean, I took. The, I started. Really? They just, your dropout rates just sure. I lasted like six weeks out of a 24-week course or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> they, just, they let you know. <laughs> You're not smart enough, <laughs> Brian. Can you please leave? <laughs> you want me to reiterate uh, on that? Uh, um, <laughs>
2: no, that's, that's but anyway, the mission was there though. So yeah, had, but, you know, but
1: from maybe. the time I graduated high school to out of the service, which was five, six years or whatever, I I, I fell away from God because I never went to church mm. the whole time. You know, from yeah. college, uh, in the Navy, anything, anything like that. Where, like you said, I was brought up in it, but I think. You know, now when I look back, I mean that's a critical age when you, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-olds that that need to be sticking with it.
0: Well, the national the national statistics for. Like people, as soon as they leave the house, leaving their faith is. is, is there's, there's, they've proven that that's pretty much a, like an di- or, yeah, like a direct correlation. You see it, like, okay, you're gonna leave the
2: house. Kind of makes you wonder though, what the, what, what's behind the statistic of, uh, like, what was, what happened? Was there anything specific that made you leave it? Was something happened you well, were like, Well, like I said, I'm my parents only or? went,
1: you know, Easter, Christmas, sure. and a couple times a year. So I mean, it was important, but it wasn't important. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so was so it? So it, it wasn't yeah, important. Yeah, me. Yeah, so that makes mainly sense. Mainly
2: came yeah. just, just lack of not doing it. Mainly just drifted away, nothing too crazy. It wasn't like no, a specific no. event that was like no, this is definitely no. like the reason why it was just
1: easy not to go. You sure. know, hey, Sunday's my day off, I get a sleep in. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no,
1: yeah. It's just crazy how that works. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. But anyway, so then when I when I got out of the service in eighty six or whatever year it was um good year, good year. Eighty yeah. yeah, six, Yeah, I had a few <clears> odd <throat> jobs. I didn't work at John Morel. Make a long story short, I met my wife within a year later. Um we started dating, she was still in high school, I was twenty five. <laughs> 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 different time,
2: yeah, different, different
1: time. Times, yeah. That was, that was back then.
2: We <laughs> yeah. should have been like she was held back a few years, so she was twenty two still in high school. You know?
1: <laughs> no, I'm gonna get no. beat up by Vicky. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well she was I'm sorry, Vicky, I'm joking. <laughs> she was when we first started dating, she was seventeen, I was twenty four, so you know. I got that, you. That, that's <laughs> awful, a <younger>. I'm just... <laughs> 20, 25 is that point in overturn. I'm
2: just know? throwing up defense mechanisms. <laughs>
1: i see not doesn't like
2: scissor kick me across the room. Oh, man.
1: Um, so, anyway, we end up getting married after a year of dating. Uh, that's 32 years ago.
2: Uh-huh. Uh hmm. Most people are like, what a year, holy smokes, that's a mistake.
1: Well, 32 years later. 32 years. Know. The first couple are the roughest, you know, yeah. whatever. Sure. That's um, anybody. She started, and we didn't have kids for till five years after our marriage. So, that, so,
0: was she going to church before then when you met she her? She just went to
1: Skiing Lutheran growing just, up, and she was okay. kind of the same boat I was once you hit high school and you're gone. Yeah. You know? So, like okay. I said, yeah, the first four or five years of our marriage, we never went. So, sure. I'm talking between the time I graduated till the time I actually started going to church it was a 10 year span, probably.
0: So, you were like close to 30 then? Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, of course, we had kids or whatever and and then we got them involved you know Uh,
0: so how many kids you have Brian
1: we have three okay uh their ages are 27 24 and 17. okay boy girl boy 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 girl boy boy girl yeah the girl's still at home okay and girls are the toughest (laughs) to raise yeah yeah but once uh yeah once Taylor I think hit three or four and then Dylan was born of course so he would have been one or two. Then Vicky started getting them involved in, in uh, Sunday school and whatever. And then she started going to church. Mm. And then she started going to Sunday school. And then she said, "You need to go to church." I'm like, well, "I could probably do church." Yeah. This, this was at the Whiting Christian, of course. Yeah. Uh, church in Whiting, Iowa. There. Um, so I started going to church, you know, one, once or twice a month. Maybe she was going every Sunday and then taking the kids every Sunday. And that would have been 97, 98, 1997, 1998. In '99, my father, which was age, he was only 59, okay, had enlarged, or uh, what do they call that? like an enlarged heart. Okay, it was from years of drinking, smoking, and whatever. Sure. Died at age 59. Wow. And that kind of woke me up at that mm. time. So I would have been. That makes sense. How old would I have been? 32, 33 at the time. Were you drinking a bunch too then, or was that? Oh just- uh, no! Before that, I did. Oh. That ten-year span from high school. From high <laughs> yeah, school, right. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> like, uh, you know, once I got married, I settled down a little bit, or whatever. I got you. So and uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's totally different when it's just you and your wife, but when you have kids, and you perspective responsibility. Right, right. That was the wake-up call. It was like, oh, man, I better... But then when my dad... Yeah, my dad died. And I'm looking at it right now. I was only two years older than I am right now. Right. You know, so, wow. So that's what kind of woke me up as far as, hey, I need... You know, because I don't know if he knew Jesus or not. I have no mm. idea. You know, they always say you can you know, you know, can uh, make your confession on your deathbed. Whether or not, sure, yeah. Whether or not he did, I don't know. But so that woke me up. And so I started going to church every Sunday. Mm. And then eventually started going to Sunday school every Sunday because the wife kept... Yeah. prod me to go to Sunday. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna go to church, just we'll get up an hour earlier and go to Sunday school. Well it made sense. So that's what we ended up doing, um, at that time. So Wow uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, so that would have been yeah, right so, around nineteen ninety nine is when my dad passed away. So right around two thousand then I and at the time was uh, Sean Walden was the preacher, but then yeah. he was only there maybe six months. And I had a bunch of questions for him or whatever as far as, you know, what what it takes and of course he told me to be born again and all that. And I'm like <clears throat> Well, that's all fine and dandy, but I don't know enough. Okay. You know, I, I was on the verge, I had to know this much mm-hmm. in order to be baptized. Okay. Well, then along came Rusty Hedger at yeah. that time, which was his second time he'd been. Away. Yeah, right. He was there like in <laughs> yeah. the 90s. And uh, he sat down with me one, one evening, came out to our house or whatever and said, you know, this is what, it, what, what the story is as far as, sure. you know, and he's got to be baptized, be born again. Hmm. And it took me probably another six months before I actually said okay. So well, was, what was
0: yeah, what, what was like yeah why why do you feel because I I'm like still trying to like I want to ask you I wanted to slow down like because sure. there's probably a lot there like just the impact of like what happened um, that led to like the wake up like your dad passes away and then it's like I know you're like well. I better get my act together or I better, I better wake up because life's not as long as I originally planned. And then... Sure. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's just so much there, I guess, that, uh, like, sometimes I feel like we just gloss over a little bit. And then, I, because, I don't know about you, but, like, you know, if you haven't went for 10 years... You know, you're like, you know, it, it's, it's not even like getting out of the habit. Now it's more like maybe, I don't know if you felt this way, but it's like, why? Or was it just like, yeah, I don't, it's whatever. Yeah, was it wasn't know like like what
2: well, I better go because, you know, it's something, you know, I just, it's something I, I need to do or is it like, what was, what was the passion?
1: Well, I think before? in, you know, in, is it Romans or whatever it says, men are without excuse or whatever. And I think you're, I, I think you're inherently born. You, I mean, you know it, you know, you mm. know, there's a higher power. Okay. It just a matter of, uh, Yeah,
0: you're. Yeah, you're, you're. There's something in you that's drawing you back to God. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. And I,
1: like I, I got to give credit to Vicky because she's the one that took the kids and started going, and then and then me coming on and and uh, finally waking up, like I said. But then the wake-up call was my dad dying early.
0: Do you ever do you ever think like what it what life would have been like if she didn't start going?
1: Never wonder.
0: Yeah, you ever think about that? No. Sometimes I think oh. about like alternate. Like if you were in an alternate space, like, okay, if I didn't choose this path, what, when
2: life, what, would what and, life have to me, and it's always way better, isn't it? Type thing. yeah, You know what it is. Think it of is, it because yeah. anybody who says anybody ever been like, well, looking back, if I'd made decisions, I'd be in the gutter. no I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> you're completely you, right. You get know what I'm saying because anybody's like, man, you know, if I would have made these decisions, you know, like, I, there's plenty of times I'm like, man, if I'd made decision, oh boy, my shoe. <laughs> been <gone," you> know? <laughs> those are the quick ones, but no, like but big it, life decisions, they're never bad. So yeah, it's kind of yeah, it makes
1: sense. But yeah. it's true. I think I think I'd have I'd have went probably gotten farther away uh, from God at the time. Like yeah. I said, who who knows what point in life? What was your What was your
2: at that time before? What was like your goal? Like what what were you What were you searching out for? What, I mean, not to say if it wasn't searching uh, out as far God, as. But as like, what, what was you? What was driving you to keep going? Was it just like well? It's Monday. I'm going out, and that's it. What, but what, where, where were you steering at then? I guess that. What was? Was
1: there a path of like?
2: Well, you got a family now, so you've got a family. You're starting to right, it
1: was build
0: towards something.
1: Yeah, the responsibility. Um, just doing the right thing, I guess. I mean, you just. I, I think everybody knows it's the right thing. Sure. It's just a matter of being able to submit to it, and, and like I said, Rusty Hedger, I got to give him the credit too because he he was very straightforward and said this. It's it's this or this, you know. In their hell. No, there's no. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah. No in between or not gonna whatever. sugarcoat you know, it for you. It, it. kind of wakes you up, and uh, like I said, my biggest drawback was I thought I had to know more as far as what the Bible said and taught, and this and that. And we're all centered and fall short, and yeah, you just got to submit. And, and
0: so. yeah, there's not a there's not a place where. Uh, People get themselves cleaned up and then show up. Like, that's not our exactly. job to clean ourselves up anyways. Right. Jesus is doing that's that work.
1: I, and that's what I felt like I had to do yeah. at that time. I got to be better than what I am now before I can accept them and get baptized. No.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a, that's something that everybody on some level has to deal with even afterwards is, like, always being better. Like, we have to watch ourselves because it's not necessarily about knowing more or having more or it's a perspective on life. It's like, okay, like I gave my life to Jesus. Like you said, you're using this word, submit Great word. Like I'm going to surrender everything. So it causes me to rethink how I do life. Like how I am in relationships or in my work or how I spend my money or whatever it is. Like, like God's driving that. And it's a perspective, not just um, like, well, I can do it. Like, Uh, on your own like yeah like i'll do it on my own it's like what is how does god feel about it um so i'm thinking about god first before i think about myself and and technically i'm thinking about god first others second and me third um that makes sense so you show up and um you show up church and it was just kind of okay we're gonna we're gonna go kind of made this conscious decision to start showing up every Sunday you start showing up for Sunday school for you like just adding another hour to your day of sure. going Was it was stuff. that
2: time that you were putting in did it also like each the more effort you were putting into did you feel like this is the right way did you I mean was it just like a Okay, this is something I have to do or was it more of like were you getting something Well, relative? when you first
1: start it's like, yeah, especially the Sunday school, I'm like, well, do I really want to, you know, want to do it or <laughs> yeah, whatever?" I felt like I had that's to. That's what it. I'm
2: looking for cuz I'm like, yeah, you saw no. I hear you guys are like, "Oh, I need to do this." I'm like, but what I was cuz I, I, I never have like that, "Oh, I need to do this." You know, like, and growing like up, a
1: terrible person. Yeah. yeah, and growing up in the other church, whatever, I I don't think if I I, I, mean, I might be wrong, but I don't think they had an adult Sunday school class. So what benefited me as you start going was how much you could actually learn in that hour, you know. Yeah. Because because you're not going to, I mean, I, I personally would not sit down and read the Bible and learn it on my own. Sure. It, know, it, so.
2: It's even interesting when you said the adult Sunday school, because I remember when I was younger, um, the, the whenever we would go, you know, I, we would go to our downstairs classes, and uh, my mom and uh, would be upstairs in that one room, and I guess it was always just, I thought they were just drinking coffee and talking. I didn't know, if, you know. If that, well, they were. Yeah. They <laughs> were. They, they <laughs> were like, <laughs> I, still, I know. I still heard him say adult <laughs> Sunday school. I'm like, oh, is that a thing? You know, I yeah. uh,
1: yeah, hmm. so I mean that you know, but but anyway, from the time I started going to church till the time I got baptized, it's probably a year I want to say, okay. roughly. Okay, um, and it probably took me six months. So what
2: happens when you got baptized? What was the what was the emotion? Was it like elation, illumination, or was uh, it just like peace? Illumination? I, I would it's say wet.
1: peace. All right, peace. Yeah, yeah you, you can feel peace come over you. Absolutely. With absolutely, the hardest part too is you know you're thinking. You know your sins are forgiven up to that point, but yet you still you still sin, so you kind of feel bad. <laughs> i was just gonna.
2: say, <laughs> Did you have the moment where you're like,
1: "Oh no, you no, know, you still I'm, feel I'm, bad for a while"? Well, like, well, maybe oh, I shouldn't I have done that. that but I see that uh,
2: stain now. <laughs> 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 do over, please. Don't do <laughs> it. You know?
1: But no. that was in so in 2000, I guess. Now you don't remember. I think honestly, it's this month, like in April 2000, <laughs> when I got baptized. So 20 years ago. Hey. Hey there. Yeah. Get the it's great time for a podcast. <laughs> 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 But anyway, yeah. Then you
2: just <laughs> <laughs> Surprise baptism. <'cause>
1: <laughs> as, as time goes on, like I said, every year you just become a little wiser. Um, a lot of it's age, of course, and stuff too. But uh, you're still learning. I mean, it's it's just, mm. you know after that's what I'm saying. Looking back after 20 years, I still don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. everything well, you should know, or you know, whatever. Well, yeah, but, I mean,
0: that's a constant battle we were fighting. Uh, is like uh, well, it's a how, world much, world. how much how much we need to know. Like you know, like there's always a craving to know more. Like anything, mm-hmm. anything that you're interested in, right? No matter if it's you know like video games or sports or whatever. You're like you're con- you look at me. Like- well, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so if, like you know, we're constantly we're gonna be, you know, want you know wanting to, to be better or constantly improve or you know like we sure. were talking about. So you, yeah, that's the battle. But I'm, I'm and trust me, I'm not I'm not against. Like Christian education, I guess th- my issue is that when we be- when we get to a point where all we're doing is we're just slurping in knowledge and it doesn't lead to transformation. It doesn't lead to anything in our life that's actually doing us any good. But just be r- hitting people over the head with all the knowledge we had have. Smart, yeah. yeah, like you know, it's and so I think we have we're getting back, but as like a, a church as in general. We 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 hit this point where we are. We do this a lot. Where yes, like the the Bible knowledge is way down in our culture, and it's it's way down. But I sometimes believe maybe it's because the generation before us and before you know before that, like they didn't. It wasn't leading to transformation. It was just all information that they stored and beat over the head with them. So then they're like. I'm not gonna. Why do I need to know this? Right, because right, it's right. not leading me. And, to see, and
2: that's why I got to ask you when you when you were going through your 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 story, your life. Like that's I, I, that uh, that how did you feel and like you know what was your thought on that? Because it, it does. It, it's it's exactly what you say. That some people take it as well. It, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, I'm being taught that and just it's been hit over my head so many times. I guess that's what it is now. But you know, it's you. But there's,
1: yeah, yeah there was an inner, like I said, upon getting baptized, you, you know, peace would be the, the first word that comes to my mind. So at that time, you want to learn more, obviously. Um, as far as, you know, I, I, <clears throat> I'm I not very good at quoting Bible verses, but I, you know, if I hear one, I'll say, hey, I know where that came from, you know, <laughs> yeah, type yeah. of thing. Um, but yeah, you just, it's just something in, inside of you that, that wants you to learn more at the time. Right now, I'm just kind of at an even keel, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, you're always learning. Uh, as time went on, so from 2000 to I'm gonna say 2004, 2005, or whatever, um, you know, that's when they started saving up for mission trips. I'd, sure, I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. recommend everybody go on a mission well, trip. that's what I was just gonna. You know, I was that's your action part of it. Dude, I was
0: just gonna bring this up because that's more than more than like you knowing stuff. The thing that I remember, like because you know, I I can't count on my any of my fingers the people i know that i know are like oh they know a lot right Right. but i i i do remember it's kind of like that old adage where they say like people aren't going to remember how much you know it's how you how much how how well you treat them or sure. something like that what i remember is like going on mission trips or like if there was some something happening at the church with like as far as service like dude brian was there Like, he was always there, um, and, like, not just, like, well, this, I I mean, I'm sure there were times, but, like, I don't remember, like, well, I I hate being here. (laughs) It was more like, no, this is an opportunity for me to, like, actually do my thing, work with my hands, and, you know... Put it to work. uh, Put it it. it to work, like, what I'm good at, my talent, and, you know, uh, and so it's interesting that you kind of felt this tension, like, I gotta know more, but you're... and. Maybe rightfully so, I don't know. But you, you get into this path too where you're you're learning and knowing you're leaning in to God more by doing what you're doing on all these trips. Sure. And you know that's another way to learn. You know, I, I feel like, you know, I, I I know this. Like people love to learn new things. But we've been conditioned through school that learning is you sit down with a book and you watch somebody talk and click through slides on a projector and that's learning and that's not learning. Like, I mean, there's that's one way, but like for me, throw it out the window. I'm, I'm gone, right, man. Right. And so, um, this is, I think like service mission trip, all that stuff is another way to learn about God, how he works, God's people, different cultures, different, uh, environments. And so, yeah, you started going on all these mission trips and I've got some stories on all yeah. these mission trips. <laughs> but, uh, Yeah. So, uh, what what kind of drew you to
1: doing that stuff? Doing the mission trip? yeah, like the, just the service end of it, you know. Yeah. Doing, doing the, you're serving God by serving others, and mm. I guess you know. And what's really funny is it seems like they're always over or outside the United States too. You know, yeah, there's plenty of missions right here that yeah that I've never done. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to to go on inner city or whatever you anything know.
2: sure. specifically when you were doing though or going out and reaching out and helping that you kind of that kind of grabbed a hold of you like this is the reason why right here this is
1: well uh, everyone there, I've, been, I've been to Mexico twice I've been to Honduras twice and I think that was let's see 6 12 that was lat, no and no we went in 06 I went in 2012 and I went in 2016 hmm. uh, and both of them they're all different uh, one was good news one was um, Mission Caribe, and the other one was uh, Ron Cochran, which is, I'm not sure exactly what his. Was one of those Guatemala you'd said? Uh, Honduras. Honduras. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, I could tell you though. <laughs> It's the second most dangerous airport to land in. Yeah. The soccer, basically, the soccer field and the airport landing strip are the only flat parts. Like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm landing there too. Off the
2: hooks, quick. <laughs> you got
1: a big X. We we had started anyway. Tegucigapa is the capital, and it's you know all the missions have been on Tegucigapa. Tegucigapa. Yeah, um, but they're all what I call third world countries. So I mean, right away when you get off the plane, you're like. This is not home, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's no running water in a lot of places and this and that. And the, and the place that we actually went to was in the mountains like 40 miles away from mm-hmm. from there. So we slept just on a dirt floor in a church uh, for a, three or four days. Well, anyway, we started a – it's like a little village of maybe 50 people. And we started like a uh, – we built like a bathroom and, and, a, and a laundry area for them or whatever. And it's all out of concrete and block and all this stuff. So that's why we went back to finish the socket time. But coming in – when you take off and land in an airplane, you want the wind. Yeah. Well, this is a crosswind. Oh. You know what a plane does in the crosswind when it lands? Tail goes out. Goes like this, <laughs> like a swing. So the guy's coming in landing like this. Perfect. Everybody in the back is yelling in Spanish. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what they're saying, Russ, but we're in trouble. <laughs> and when he hit the brakes, I mean, he hit them hard too. Oh sure. man. He hit them hard or whatever. But anyway, that was that was quite that was a, a good experience or whatever. Yeah. And you get and you get an old the you know you think of Mexico and all Central America everybody being the same but they're all different yeah, yeah. different
0: subcultures and yep. what i you know i always remember is you know we it was like building retaining walls building like simple building projects to to big ones i think you guys did like stairs when we were in Mexico together. Was, they had
1: the building up at that time, yeah. But then that,
0: there was they had to build the stairs exactly. out out exterior stairs.
1: I always wondered if they're still standing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <you> know what <laughs> I mean? about <laughs> it was like it was yes, like
1: the are. wood that they give us was called Bola wood or something. You could not drive a nail in that thing. It was just hard as a rock. Just to boil it. Just to boil it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's interesting. I mean, but I just remember all those those trips, um, Well, I mean, they're always, they're always good. They were great for me. And i obviously, you know, you were, you were older and I I think I was 16 at the time going and, you know, so, you know, seeing that, but you ever feel like you ever feel at the moment, like the end of the day, maybe, maybe, maybe don't like, maybe sometimes I'm weird, but I just reflecting on the day, you know, like, man, this is, this is cool. You sure. know, one thing that I, when I was in youth ministry, people, ministry, kids would always come up to me and say, man, I, I have plans, I have goals, like, I want to just travel the world, I want to see everything, I want to, I want to be a part of something really cool like that, and I'm like, go into ministry, and they're like, why, what are you talking about, You're, don't be dumb, I said, listen, since I've been in ministry, I've been to England, all on mission trips, England, Belgium, Thailand. Myanmar, uh, Honduras, Mexico, several um, stateside. Like, oh, you want to see the world, you know? And and what? Uh, that's that's my argument to, to that whole thing is like I think, you know, people have this idea of ministry or acts of service. Like, well, you know, you can keep, you can take care of the lawn for me, Brian, at the church. And that's, you know, like, <laughs> right. it's like, no, there's a whole world out there. And what I love about it now is there's social media and so in social media, you leave and you don't actually have to leave. Like I, every time I left, I get flooded with like friend requests from all the people you met over there and you stay in contact with them. Sure it's well. not like what we were talking about. The knock on mission trips is like, you go over there, do your little thing and you, you're the savior and then you leave and it's over and you don't even think about it anymore.
2: And that's seeing the world is like seeing like the actual world. You know, there's some people are like, oh, I want to see the world. You go. Real touristy stuff, but you get to actually you you live where the other people are living. You know their normal life. Yeah,
0: you're not going to the beach in Honduras. You know
2: exactly. There a beach. There possible. is a beach. Yeah. To me, that's singular. Getting immersed into it in any way like that instead of just the superficial thing, which oh, this is a nice place in a different country. You know.
1: Well, I know <laughs> what makes you appreciate a lot of it, especially the trip to Honduras, because like I said, I was there twice, and and both times were seven or eight days, but what little the people what little the people have compared to what we yeah. have but yet they're content yeah i mean it's just
0: and i think too well, it's, it's, a lot of these mission trips are like for for us honestly like we say we're going to go over there and help a bunch of people and do that and we do but they're for us cuz we see the world and you're like I'm so spoiled, you know, or like, Absolutely. oh man, I can't believe I, I could never live like that. And so that brings me, you know, and then I think, well, if I was in a different country, maybe not as blessed, didn't have as much, how would I feel about God? And it starts you know shaking it starts those questions start well, developing your faith more you know and stuff like that so you're
1: gonna be more dependent upon them
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you will you yeah know, we're not preoccupied been, yeah', yeah
1: than being preoccupied and like you said here in the states or whatever but uh because, you know, in, here in the United States, just, like I said, I, I kind of like this COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> people have to stay home. I, I haven't had to stay home yet because. You're essential. Structure. I'm, you're I'm, essential. I'm essential
2: that, yeah, you're essential. I, I, I love the memes. Uh, well, like I said, it's, uh, it shows just like a foot like this. And there's a, a child and their parent. It's like, Dad, what's the statue for? And it zooms out. It's the guy with the headset and the controller. And it's like, that's to the heroes of 2020. <laughs>
1: Or the people that are doing like a, a conference call and they got the shirt and tie on and then they're buff. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Did you see that guy? He
0: Was in a, was really? the ABC Morning he, Show? He didn't,
1: he didn't realize he could see his legs and he just sat there and, and
0: know, know. like pans out and you see his underwear line. And he's like, he tweeted out. He tweeted out. He was like, well, I've arrived in the most horrific, hilarious way possible. No, but to
2: me, part of me thinks that's so set up. I'm sorry, I'm not a pessimistic guy. Cause right. I how many times has it been down, and how cliche is it that oh, the news guy doesn't have his pants on it? Because, like, but, man. You know. Well, yeah, and, yeah. If you want to be edgy, just go up there with, like, a tank top and, like,
1: stand <laughs> It doesn't matter. Why do I need a suit at short home? You want to go put my suit on real quick? So I can sit down? Like, that's how you approach
2: that, you know? None of this, or, well, if, no pants, ha, ha ha ha, not nothing. Just, whatever. This is my casual. My cat puked on me this morning, whatever. Let's go. Roll the news. <laughs> Roll the news. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean
0: all that shapes so you think those mission trips were like shaping how you saw God or how how you viewed the world or uh, shaping how you were going to like uh, continue to raise your kids any of that were you thinking through that or is it just gonna like pretty simple you know too because i I can i can get with that too sometimes i just shut it off i'm like i'm gonna go on this mission trip i'm not gonna think about anything you know so i don't know i just think i think like you know having four kids i'm like holy smokes like what would be great is being able to take my kids on a trip and show them what life is like outside the world and have them serve other people and get involved because uh, one, it puts feet to your faith. Like it gives you, it gives you an avenue to really uh, like live it out and not feel weird, and, and you just do it, and you have to do it because you came there to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that being able to show your kids, show your family, like I'm gonna put my feet, I'm gonna like put, I'm gonna sh- put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna actually do it. Um, you know, were you thinking through that? Did it was it part of your Thought process, or was it just like, man, this, I can do this, you know?
1: Well, I knew, I, yeah, I knew I could do it or whatever, but uh, it's just a, you, you when, you, and then when you go there, you're helping them. But it, like I said, when you get home, it's how much it helped you. I, I think, yeah, like you said, growing closer to God and and realizing, you know, how how good we have it. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, I mean, if I could go once a month, I'd probably go once a month. You know. But,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, get the tickets, Drew. We're going.
0: Get the
2: tickets. <laughs> Surprise,
0: bro.
2: <Brian. laughs> Bring him <laughs> in. Let's go. Well, the, best,
1: the, the best thing when you go there, you get fed good too. So they, those, those yeah. people can cook. Those people can cook. But and Vicky, yeah. and Vicky can cook too, right now. Yeah. She is now. Well. <laughs> she, can't <go> out <laughs> she yeah. Oh, yeah, she can. Cook. She can cook. Damage control. Damage. Control. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You can do a lot when you're forced to do it. So yeah, she's forced to to cook now that we can't go out and eat. But, mm. yeah. But it's uh, you know, like I said, I think, I, I like I said, I don't know how you do it, but I mean, if everybody could go on a mission trip, I mean, that would be one mm. way of of uh, learning and, and extending, like I said, and extending your faith or whatever, just knowing that. So when you go out there, I mean, you you kind of know you got accommodations and stuff, but you're still in a strange country. Yeah. Um, when we went in 2012, that's when the TSA first come out and stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of hilarious because then when, uh, and of course leaving the country, you leave, it's when you come back in when they give yeah. you 20 questions. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the first question they asked was why we went to Honduras and twice in eight weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's, you know, drug traffic. Oh, I'm that. sure, yeah. And so we got the complete, not the strip search, but, I mean, we got patted down and really? you know, your luggage all going through, and oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's, you know, but like I said, it's totally different since 9-11, you know, and all that stuff. But I, I'm sure there's some of that that does go on. But, yeah, that was one of the first questions, why we went twice, and because you, know, you got your passport there. Yeah. And like, oh, Honduras, you just was there so a few weeks me, ago. That yeah. makes me think of the, the
2: India trip when we went to their customs. As soon as we landed, he's like the guy was just, like, not paying attention. It was really late. He just like looks up, American. Uh, just like, no <laughs> way. Like ah, just <laughs> I was like, all right.
0: So when we landed, we went on a mission trip to Myanmar. Okay, they had just opened, so you could only, you could only bring certain uh, bills into the country because they said that people were like hoarding American dollars. Oh sure, you could, like, And so like it. you had to bring in like brand new dollar, like like they had to start with the letter B. Oh
2: really? Like
0: all that stuff. And over there, if you're a tourist, you have to stay in a hotel. You can't stay with your friend. You can't stay on the dirt floor. You have to stay in a hotel. But when we got over there, dude, it was like flying into like 1955. They took our passport number down by hand. And we got off the plane, and everybody's carrying M-16s. And it really just puts things into perspective. You start going, you start taking it serious. Like You start going, all right, I'm here to do something. You know I'm not here just to lollygag around. I'm here to do something. And right when we stepped off that plane, I felt it. I was like, "Well, there's no going back from this. So let's go do it. Let's do it." And uh, that was that was wild. It was wild. You know, you don't that that stuff right there. Just opening up, like, oh, how blessed we are in this country to not uh, have a guy standing with an M16 on every corner, making sure, yeah, and and yeah, and uh uh just seeing the poverty just seeing like you know just not the people just not knowing how to take care of certain things like there's just plastic everywhere and it's like you know Americans want to they want to blame all the World's problems on us, you know. Americans do. And when you go over to some of these third world countries, you realize why pollution is like, you know, like sure. it, it's it's really not us, honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's you know they're not being educated. They don't care. Like it's not a number one priority. Is right. you know that's like a first years. world problem. Is like how am I taking care of my trash? Right. You know. And but you got over there and you saw how they lived. You saw what they were doing. But they still like you said, they still had a passion. And they were, they were like, for the most part, are, are like, have this sense of joy. Like, you know, and especially with the internet and stuff, they know things can be better. Because you, you see it, you see it on their face. You know, when we got to Myanmar, everybody was wearing shorts. Like, men were wearing like cargo shorts. Um,. Uh, No, pants. Sorry, pants. Because you can't, culturally, you can't wear shorts. So it's just pants. But usually they wore, um, I can't remember what it's called. I have one. Uh, One of those, like, skirts. Uh, I can't remember what they're called, but, you know. Male skirt. Yeah, they're airing everything out down there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a long, you know, it goes down to. But when we showed up, everybody was wearing their pants. Why? They want to be like us. They want to be like us. and that, like So, yeah, they, they do have this sense of joy. They do have a sense of pride, I think, from where they came from, you know. But it, it made me just think, oh, my goodness. I can't believe, like, out of the billions of people that live on the earth, I get to, like, I got to live here. <laughs> I got I was born here. Like, it could have been way different. Maybe I just, I'm psycho and start thinking down all these rabbit trails. But that's kind of, you know, I When you get to mission trips, you start doing that stuff, you start thinking, I believe you start thinking different. Like, yeah, things could be worse. And so I start freaking out about whether my lawn's going to be pristine this year or not. You know, I don't think that really matters, you know.
1: Don't sweat the small stuff. But yeah, like you said, that's as far as the the culture and stuff, every place as far as Mexico or Honduras. But like you said, there's either a poor. Sector or a rich sector. It really wasn't any middle class. Yeah, you know, which I consider us or whatever middle class. Yeah. that's what really hit hard is either got everything or you don't have much. You know.
0: Yeah, it's just a lot of just the is is just not a lot of fairness. I feel like it's like a lot of corruption. A lot of stuff happens over there. Yeah, like I said, it just changes your perspective on on life. Um, you know, and then coming over there and. And and just doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know. Like, you, you were able to go and build stuff and, you know, help people out. And, uh, you know, we were, we were going over there. I've been several of those mission trips we went on. And then the one in Myanmar, we just preached. And it was, it was weird, you know. Nobody's falling asleep over there. And that's the other thing I saw is, like, you know, I'm sure it's all contextual, whatever. But, man, when I showed up, when we showed up, there was three of us. Nobody was sleeping. Nobody was walking out. Nobody, you know, it was like they wanted to hear stories. They wanted to hear these stories. And even taking church for granted and how we do church and what's going on uh, in the church environment, especially, like, now, like, all everything's online, you know, all that stuff. It's like these guys, they're like, no. Like, you know we showed up we're gonna be here and we're gonna listen and we want to listen to you you know it was just a surreal experience because a lot of times you get up there and like okay i'm gonna we're we're after it today I'm, I'm i'm you know i believe it's a sin to bore people with the bible but you know like sometimes it's just you walk in checked out you know i've been there so i don't know it's just all that is a, a, a really cool part of your story i think you know
1: it's, it's a life changing like i said it just makes you more aware and it's a life-changing experience and uh you just keep growing in knowledge, I guess, and, cause, uh, and I can't remember who who I was working for or where I was even at, but I remember the guy said, you're one of the few, few guys that ever cuss on the job site. <laughs> it is. It's true. I mean, you know, people hit their thumb or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. But always, there's always somebody cussing on, the job, you know, on a construction site. Yeah. <laughs> about something, and, it's, and it's just frivolous, frivolous stuff. I mean, hmm. like, you know, why... Uh, and and I not that I never cussed in my life, but I'm yeah. sure is. <laughs> yeah. that, that year void. There? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some words flying around. At the time, of course. But uh, you know, now you just I don't know. It's just and it's experience and uh, age and. But I mean, I don't get too excited about unless it's life or death situation. You know, I'm not a seventeen year old girl. I mean, it, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Ray.
2: Right,
1: <laughs> my car's on fire. Shut up. Yeah, I just remember that and I couldn't like I said, I can't remember what, what job site I was on, but he he just he noticed by me not cussing was different mm. than everybody else. And it's just mm. Yeah. I'm like, well thanks. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. You ever you ever have any times where maybe after you got you kind of you you got baptized. You started taking it serious. That you were like, and this was happening. No, you didn't. No, that's good. No, I mean you know because you know a lot of people you kind of like Cody he was like yeah I signed up I felt good about it and then I was like eh and then you know sure, things, things fell but I guess when you have that perspective where. You know, you're sitting and asking guys questions. You know, like when you're talking about these other pastors that were in their life, they're asking them questions before you were. You got you went took the took the plunge. You know, I guess that that makes sense. But
1: yeah, no, I was, I was pretty certain. Like I said, I just when I, when I first started going to church, whatever, it was, it was more getting the knowledge and and that type of stuff. And now it's just like I said, just life experiences and but. Uh, Going back to Sunday uh, adult Sunday school class, Ken Carlson was probably my, one of my favorites he mm. still a yeah. he'll be a teacher till you <laughs> but one of the one and he would ask at least once a month, and he'd ask her, but without a, without a shadow of a doubt if the world would end tomorrow, where are you going to go? Mm. You know you, you should be able to answer that question mm. you know so uh, do you think that
0: seeing other other guys? Uh, around you go to church and, you know, build that camaraderie with them. Do you think that helped
1: oh, things?
0: Because, you know, like a lot of times when you walk into churches, there's like, like it just, it happens. A lot of churches like, uh, the men built the church and then they said, women do whatever you want. Right. And so it's like pink and pastels and you walk in and you're, and it's not really conducive to like, a man, you know, ma- you know, and, sure. and and so you feel like, you know, maybe when Vicky said, "Hey, let's go, let's do this stuff," and then you started meeting other men in the in the church that were like, "Hey, this guy's all right, you know, I I, I can I can hang around here a little sure. bit longer." Yeah, they're normal. They're normal. <laughs> uh, finally, normal.
2: <laughs>
1: They're normal, but I, I always gravitated toward people older than I was too. You know, mm. as far as you always—I think you're always looking up to a mentor. Mentor. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like I said, number one is age, and with age comes wisdom, or supposed to. And, yeah. uh You are very wise, then. I, I
2: am. <laughs> 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 oh, I love you, Brian.
1: But then, uh, you know, I think every well, another thing is. Uh, which I think it was name now. Um, anyway, not important the name. <laughs> but, they, but, but they had a series of uh, the truth, the truth series, or the truth okay. uh, story, or what was it called, the truth project. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Or yes. That? Yeah. And that, if you if you have any doubt, yeah. Who's your creator is? Mm. You know, go through that series or whatever, and it was. It, it left you just I mean, some of the stuff is mind-boggling. I mean. Paraphrase
2: you, this. What is the truth project? The here? truth
1: project is is a lot of history and science. On, uh, on Christ, okay, or whatever, and how you cannot Not deny that he that it never existed. I mean, it just and it, it starts from like a single. You know, how can you take a single cell and, and make a human being out of it, and all this? I mean, it was interesting. Cool. And the solar it went over the solar system and a whole bunch of different stuff. And it that I mean that that stuck with me, and I I wish I could remember more about it because it was probably ten, twelve years ago we went through that, but. Uh, I think, you know, if anybody gets a chance, and I couldn't even tell you the author of it, but mm-hmm. if anybody gets a chance, it, it really, it's not so much the, the knowing of it, just being aware of it, I guess. So there's a lot of stuff that, you know, the average person is not aware of. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I never thought of that, you know, but. Yeah, I,
0: you know, for me, the reason why I said that is because I just feel like, uh for a lot of guys my age that's like the stumbling
1: block like that's the thing it's like
0: yeah and i don't want to sit around with a bunch of emotional women
1: right oh absolutely this, this you know this yeah. project we did it was all men yeah it, right that's what was cool about
0: it yeah and they start like you know i don't know i just i think there has to be some sort of um Awake, like I think. I think there's got to be another avenue. Like the way sometimes we all c- come in and do stuff. It's still, man. I love women. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like there's another avenue where we can tap into. Like, you know, what is like? How are we attracting men? Like, how are men gonna see who I am and not think like I'm on a leash? Right that like mm-hmm. you know what I, I don't know I, I think there, there's a way to do that and I think I don't know I think what you what you're doing, what you did like with all the service projects, with all that stuff working with your hands with getting involved that way, like that's I don't know I think that's like a a huge opportunity to get dudes involved too because I think that's a that's a way to connect and you don't have to sit down because a lot of ways we do discipleship right now. Or we we tell people how to follow God, or we 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 uh, do as is, is do what we're doing right now, is we sit on the couch and we look each other in the eyes and say, "Okay, Brian, what are you doing? What's going on? Are you okay? You to You're to okay. I can move. You do need you need to on. lay down? Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, are you all right? And I I don't know. Like every time I have a guy friend over, or I have somebody, you know, like if I have friends over, we're not sitting on the couch going, "Okay." <laughs> how are you doing today Dusty? no you go ride motorcycles you go build stuff you blow stuff up you do stuff like that and then all of a sudden out of those out of those activities what happens you're like hey you doing alright man or like something happens and we start yeah so I don't remember where we were at all do you remember With what
2: the happened? missions you know going on yeah all the
0: mission trips and stuff I mean
1: they had to have shaped uh, a lot the of character. Yeah, character not character
0: yeah everything like how you view God everything
1: and you and you, uh, what's I gonna say? The, the thing thing I guess you know, love. I don't say it very often, but love is probably you know the reason you go on mission trips because you love other people. Mm. Um, no matter what it takes or what you know. I, obviously, we're not. You know, as Christians, we're going to be persecuted, and I guess that's another thing. Is is here in the United States, you don't notice it as much as over there. I know probably a few of the places you went to, you couldn't say, "Hey, I'm here to preach the gospel." No. Where in Honduras, no. we, we could do it in our own... Yeah. And nobody cared. You know, it wasn't against the law or, or yeah. anything like that. Um Which, which was good, uh, so you didn't have to worry about that. But I, I can't even imagine living in a place where if that subject come up, yeah, you could be beheaded or, you know, shot or whatever. But in jail forever. Put in jail, yeah, forever. Yeah. Well, it sounds like... Um,
0: you know, your willingness to just jump in, you know, like, hey, all right, I you, I, I know what I need to know now, and I'm going to jump in two feet and just go with it. It sounds like...
2: This is what I want, and this is the dream. Direct- yeah. It
0: sounds like that kind of has, has taken you down this path where you've been able to do a lot, of, a lot of really cool things because of it. I mean, really, if you think about it, like, going to all these different countries, you know, all that stuff, like... And that's not an average person's day, I don't right. think. Like they're not thinking, like, when's the next time I'm gonna be able to, or, no. or like, yeah. oh, I wish I could go every month. I wish I could, you know. That's n- normal people don't think like that, Brian, You know, so.
1: I told you got a weird shaped head, right?
2: So.
1: <laughs> I can tell this whole time. I feel
2: it. No. <laughs> hey, social sort of distancing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but this whole time I've been looking at it, that's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, oh man. No, it is. It, it's commendable that you you, you know you, you see what you want, you go for it, and you just take it as it is, and that's that's take it as you know, it is, face value, and yeah, go with it. as it,
1: it is. Uh, uh, the only thing I guess to add, or <laughs> to, if you're wrapping up or whatever, is is to, and I don't know how to say it other than to teach people the urgency. Hmm. Uh, to become baptized or whatever?
0: Yeah. Because I don't, you know,
1: right now, like, especially younger people, you know, I remember when I was 20, I was going to live forever. Yeah. You know, now Nothing's I'm... At,
2: guaranteed.
1: And now I'm in middle age. I'm like, you know, you're only one heartbeat away from, like I said, heaven or hell, you know, yeah. especially with the virus coming around. You don't know if you're going to get it. Oh, look I'm at not, you, Brian. I'm not scared of it.
0: Yeah, but it's around.
1: You know, but... uh but, like I said and you asked me what that peace was probably the first thing come came out of my mind uh, when I got baptized because you know God's with you always you know yeah
0: well I think that's that's yeah having that uh, not it's having true. not having it's a weight yeah weight lifted off your shoulders like you're not turning around I remember when I was little I used to like this, this street light used to come on at night and it was like really orange and I remember I'd wake up I mean I was like really small I'd wake up and like Holy smokes. The world's on fire. <laughs> the world's on fire. And I'd look, I'd go downstairs and try to find my parents. Like, are my parents still here? You know, they thought that, you know, everybody's raptured out and I got stuck here when rapture is not a real thing. But, anyways, we'll talk about that some other day. Um, so, yeah. Well, Bren, uh, thanks for coming. I'm sure we'll hear much more of your story when we have your wife on someday.
1: Ooh, yes. And
0: we'll hear. The other side of the coin.
1: Oh, yeah. There's always two sides of the
2: story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, to take away from this, it's what is Brian Russell looking for? Peace. and uh, Yeah. Right? Peace, and, peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Peace and assurance. Peace. peace. <laughs> are we all? Well, thanks, uh, no Brian Russell. We appreciate no your time. Yeah. I enjoyed your story and I had a great time, as always, uh, having you. And I'm sure well, it as well. We'll
0: see you. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Peace out. <laughs> peace. <laughs>